USI and our colleges around Ireland to campaign for the public fund education. In the past few years, um, the DCU has campaigned along these colleges and USI uh, to fight against the introduction of the loan scheme, which was proposed in the Castell report by, um, by the government on how to fund education. I want to continue this campaign and keep the pressure on the government to object against the introduction of the loan scheme and the introduction of public fund education, as it is a human right to education, and I believe it should be free. Uh, furthermore, I want to introduce the dropout campaign, but then most uh, first year students in DCU drop out, drop out in week four. I want to run a campaign this week to prevent them dropping out. DCU from 2013 14 have the highest dropout rate among Irish universities in, in Ireland, and I want to run a campaign to prevent them from this from happening. The reason they drop out is due to loneliness, feel the courses in right them, or they're just struggling to adjust to uh, life in college uh, from going, going from secondary school. So I want to run a campaign to encourage students to reach out to the, uh, these students to help them feel more comfortable in DCU and make these students aware of the services that are available to them to make, uh, make their time in DCU the best way as possible. Um, finally, I also want to introduce the Erasmus Network. The Erasmus Network Society has been set up this, uh, this for the past weeks and I want to implement this society and encourage students to, um, Erasmus students to join it. The Erasmus Network is a network to connect Erasmus students in DCU with other Erasmus students and it also allows them to get um, discounts on flights home to, um, to the countries they came from. So I think this is a great network and it should be implemented uh, more actively across DCU and I really want to work with this society to encourage this. Um, my name is Callan Commons, I'm one of the Vice President of Optimum Careers. If elected, I know I can do the best job possible, so please vote for me. Why do you believe this race is all contested and is there anything you could do to change that for next year? Um, first, I think the race is contested because of the label between the Vice President of Academic Careers and the Vice President for Education and Placement. People don't know the difference between the two of them because education and academic careers basically are the same thing, but the roles aren't that. So I think this is more confusion. So one thing I would like to do, and I've already discussed this with the current president, Malvin, is the constitution review to readjust the positions, make the different the difference clear between them. So uh, maybe get rid of the word education because I think that's the confusing bit, and hopefully that would encourage people to uh, run. So, hi, my name is Jason During my time in college, it's been a position I'm extremely passionate about. Even as far back as the first few weeks, back in the first year, I was having a very difficult time integrating and feeling comfortable in college to the point where I was seriously considered dropping out in the first couple of weeks. Um, a friend recommended that I go have a chat with the welfare officer at the time, and he gave me a lot of advice and told me to get involved with societies and utilize all the supports available to me and an access to that day on the position of the welfare equality is one that I've looked up to and aspired towards. Uh, and I truly believe that it wasn't for that one talk, I would be standing where I am today. And over the last three years, from helping out brief welfare officers where I could to working with various societies, serving the treasurer on the mental health system this year, and even volunteering outside of college, running a local youth leadership program in the area.
and someone who has to go and ask for that help. I want everyone to know that you are important. Um, I want you to know who I am, where I am, and that my door is always open. No matter who you are, what course you do, and where you're from, you are important, and I will be there for you. Um, also, some other smaller things. I want to have a lot more water facilities all across all, all campuses, um, and work to reduce the lines for or the queues, the waiting times for the doctors and the counselling services. Um, but just to conclude, guys, I am dedicated, passionate, and approachable. I, anyone who knows me will tell you that I will give 1,000% to this job. Um, I feel like my heart, my compassion, my personal experience, and my ability to empathise makes me the best person for this job. I want to help you, I want to support you, and I want to help you have the best possible college experience that you can have. Um, this manifesto will evolve because I will listen. Um, these issues will change and I will change with that. Um, I want to represent, educate and engage all students equally across all campuses. Um, so guys, I would really, really, really love for you to vote Ashling number one for welfare this Wednesday. Thank you very much. such a good time in college, getting involved in societies, I've done so much, I've uh, walked in fashion shows, I've got completely out of my comfort zone, I've heard of AMF, I organise events with AMF, I've done Big Barrel Steel, I've been in DCU's best dance crew, I've got disqualified from DCU's best dance crew, I've represented DCU in basketball and I've done a lot of other things kind of societies, and I feel a lot of students miss the opportunity and don't actually get involved in college. Uh, for whatever reason, a lot of my friends actually didn't get involved in college and I kind of fell into that trap when I was in first year. I didn't get involved, but when they all went on intro, I found myself in college and I started to throw myself into it and it was honestly the best thing I've done. And I made so much friends out of it and it's made me really happy. Uh, there's a place for everyone in DCU and my job next year will be help everyone find theirs. Uh, my manifesto is based around achievable things. So two years ago I stood up here and I talked about a triad scheme, which is now the Keep It A Go Week. So my ideas do work and they do come into fruition. Uh, I'm now going to talk to you a bit through my manifesto. So first of all, I want to revitalize SU events. Uh, I feel a lot of SU events are targeted towards first year students, but I'd like to make them more frequent and target all students from all different campuses. Uh, I have so much events experience. I've organized events in Australia, I've organized events in London, I've organized events in Amsterdam and Hamburg, and I've organized the NFL that's coming up next week and we sold out a thousand tickets. So I have the experience to run events. Secondly, I'd like to facilitate campus life. So I have two points on facilitating campus life. For the commuters, I'd like to make commuter hubs. There'll be relaxing places where commuters can go. So like Java would be one of them commuter hubs. So like the couches and the all Java just out of the scratch. We need to improve all the houses in Java as well. And there needs to be basic amenities that students can use. So like the pool table there, we have two, these you have two pool tables in storage that aren't being used this year. We need a free pool table in Java over here. Uh, then for some, third thing for us, I want to develop, students mostly develop during the summer. So I want to give visa advice and help students prepare for summer, help them create internships, workshops and all I've already started that this year. I host a networking event with KPMG and on campus. Uh, last but not least, I want to improve the class rep system. I've never been a class rep myself because I've just committed so much time to society life. But I've been to a few CRCs and it was one of the most class rep councils and I was no. It's one of the most intimidating places 
ever, like, because a lot of people, like, a lot of first year reps and stuff don't say anything. It's mainly a few people speaking. I'd love to make it easier for everyone to get their points across. I'd also like to reward class reps. Class reps do so much for the classes and they don't get real appreciation. Um, that's, that's it for me. Please get out and vote Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Give it a whack with Crown Mark. Thank you. Hi everyone. Uh, before I start, I just want to thank everyone who has given me words of encouragement and advice uh, for running for campaigns. It really meant a lot to me and I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for you. So just a big thank you first of all. Uh, probably should have introduced myself. My name is Aaron and I'm running for engagement and development. And why am I running? Well, when I first started college, uh, I felt quite lonely and uh, quite isolated. Uh, I did have a, a friend group, quite a large friend group, but the only thing I had in common with them was drinking. So I did feel quite out of place, and so many times I wanted to drop out. I filled out the form to give it to registry so many times. But I managed to reel myself back in and find my place in BCU. So why I'm running is because there are so many other people like me who felt that way that never found their place in DCU, that they went through DCU their, their three or four years hating it, or that they never made it through college simply because they didn't get engaged with life in DCU. And so I'm running to ensure that every student, from the moment they walk into DCU to the day they leave, that they know that there's someone working for them every day uh, that they're here. And so, if you aren't familiar with the role of engagement and development, because people that I've been speaking to uh, through nominations, through campaigns, haven't been, don't really know what the role is. So I'll just explain briefly what it is and the, the main roles that you have uh, in that role. So, <laughs> uh, so there's four key areas, clubs and socks, volunteering, class reps, and campaigns. So uh, firstly, I would go through a couple of my, my manifesto points. So for clubs and societies, uh, they're, they're an integral part of DCU. Uh, it is my aim to ensure that uh, clubs and societies have the necessary tools to grow and that students who do get involved in committees, do get involved in clubs, are rewarded for the extra responsibility that they take on in college. Uh, as a chairperson of two societies this year, I've gone through all the training that Clubs and Socks have given me. Um, and while beneficial, I feel like they could be much more practical. So from introducing one-day first-day training courses, uh, uh, Photoshop workshops for PROs and brand design officers, and a comprehensive and well-designed leadership and management program for chairpersons. <coughs> And with the, the revamp of the SU website in pending, uh, I would like it would be a perfect time to create proper profiles for clubs and societies. So working with each club and society, I would like uh, to create profiles similar to the volunteering profiles that uh, DCU has created recently, that showcase what each society is, what they're about, events they hold, uh, social media uh, you can connect with, and how to get involved. Another uh, area uh, that uh, engagement development works in is volunteering. So, so much emphasis is put on with clubs and societies in DCU that volunteering is kind of an afterthought almost. And it's, uh, 
it's such a shame because personally I've been involved in the Meli project this year, which is an intercultural exchange between people in direct provision and students and lecturers. And my partner for it, Mokwan, who's from, he's from uh, Kurdistan, northern Iraq, was telling me a story that I'll, I'll never forget. It was about him crossing the border to Iran from Iraq re regularly to meet a girl that he was in love with. And in Iran, if you're not related or married uh, to the opposite sex and you're seen in public with them, uh, you can be arrested. And plus he had an Iraqi passport in Iran, which meant that he was risking his life effectively to go meet this girl. And that sort of story is something I would take with me for the rest of my life. And it's a result of the volunteering programs that DCU have. The issues there are that not enough students see what great volunteering opportunities there are in DCU. Uh, so to help bring volunteering on par with cultural societies, I would like to amalgamate. All right, um, I'll just finish up here. Uh, thank you very much. If you have any questions, please ask, or if you'd like to talk to me about anything afterwards, uh, please vote for me for engagement development. Aaron, thank you. What will you guys do to get the class rep election during COVID here, considering we didn't have class reps until week seven or eight this year? Yeah, as a class rep myself, I found it really frustrating because um, I missed out on our programming board meeting, which is a, a really integral part of class reps. Uh, it is my manifesto to that over the summer to test out the, pro the online voting system. If I'm not 100% satisfied, we will re revert back to ballot voting. But I think if we work, if I do work hard enough with ISS, that it can be sorted out by week one, and that uh, class reps can be elected quickly, get their training done, and do the work that they do so well for classes. So the system that Siobhan has does work. It is a good system, but it was done far too late and there was no backup. So I have a paper backup, but she has got the system working and I'm confident that that system will work from week one. Although a bus for people on campus is helpful, how important do both candidates think St. Pat's and All Hallows transport should be? Um, I think it's very important because a lot of students have lectures on both campuses and it's very St. Pat's is kind of working position. Actually, the point on my manifesto is that I have a, I didn't mention, I have a weekly bus leaving from campus to go to the Omni from both campuses, so students can do their weekly shop. So I find out that that's a way of, they try to bring it before with little, they don't, but they try to bring it in halfway through the semester. So ideally, I'd like to start to start the semester so people can gain a routine. Hope that's your question. Uh, yeah, it's crucial, especially for students who have to go in between campuses. Uh, an issue might be that not enough uh, alternatives have been provided. There is a bike scheme that not many people know about where you can rent a bike from each campus. I think it it's possibly 50 cents a day or something like that. I think if we are going to bring in things like buses from campus to campus to ensure that they're sustainable and that we do fill them, um, because I do know that last time we implemented the bus strategy, people to shopping centres, it didn't really work, and not enough people were interested in it. Uh, just the current engagement that the Federal Office of the Church is very big for sustainability, and it is very important. What is your thoughts on sustainability uh, within DCU and on all campuses? Yes, it's hugely important to me. Um, I drink out of a bamboo cup. It's, I love it. It gives me free tea because the Interfaith Centre provides free tea so I don't have to pay for it. It gives me discounts. And within my manifesto, I do hope to bring more sustainable, reusable, eco-friendly um, 
uh, things other than just cups uh, internet SU help desk as well as supporting plastic free DCU and other initiatives that students bring up and that, yeah. yeah so I actually fully agree with Aaron here and I will be at the event on Wednesday supporting plastic free DCU and a new bar, new bar support as well so I really hope everyone will come down to that on Wednesday. So DCU is the only uh, university in the country that has an engagement with the Vice President for Engagement Development. Why is there a need for your role? And do you, what would you rename it if you were going to rename it something else? So I, I see this role as getting people involved. So I kind of see it, we're the, one of the only colleges in this country not to have an ENS officer. So I kind of see this as kind of an events officer as well to get people involved. So that's what I'm going to name Yes, I think in Ireland and the UK, uh, Education and placement is we are, we are the only college as well to have a placement officer. In DCU, we do things differently sometimes, and um, when this role was introduced, it was seen that there is a need for engagement and that there is a disconnect between students and their SU, and that this role is vital to be the, the intermediate, the, the middle person to connect those two things together. It's fine the way it is. <laughs> So I think one thing that could work is that having a sabbatical officer office hours there so that uh, if you are in a lecture or that it can give you a reason to stay there. Holding events, it is a great campus. We have held Polyfest there previously. Um, re more regular events, I think, if with the reintroduction of an events officer, I would work with them to ensure that there are regular events on the whole, from Hall Hallows to keep students there longer. Printings. If you guys are on placement um, and you come back and 
spider clock, six o'clock, they can't use the bloody printer. That's a bit of a joke because it's clogged up because the system's not working. Uh, there needs to be real communication between the vice president of education placement and, um, and ISS to make sure that that is not happening on a continuous basis. As well as that, I'll also advise for printing credit that Manus and Matt have been keep, keep going. I think, uh, to, to spare me the cringe, I think the students' union is going to be a big hammer. You just keep hitting off a wall and eventually it'll come down. So break through that eventually and we get the printing credit back. Maybe, in, you know, we'll, 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 we'll push as hard as we can for that. Um, also, for students studying music, um, I understand that it's very expensive for students studying music because they have to take up um, additional classes uh, with tutors. What I want to introduce and lobby the university is a cap on, um, on the fees that uh, tutors can uh, impose on students. Right now there's a set list of tu tutors that students can avail of. This is unfair. Your students, you don't have the money to spend a year as well as spending three grand a year on your education, never mind your accommodation alone. Um, also, uh, the Gaelic fees were uh, introduced. There's no subsidy anymore. Uh, there's been great work done by USI. I want to keep up that work. DC is a leading partner in that campaign. I want to make sure that is kept up and uh, we can probably secure a deal, uh, hopefully by the end of my term if I'm elected. Um, as Cal said as well, uh, since I became involved in student union activism, I've been a strong supporter of public funded education. To put that simply, the government want to introduce a, a loan scheme system which would see fees rack up to 20 grand from 3 grand. They will impose a loan, not on you guys, most people in here it won't affect, but it will affect younger brothers and sisters and it will affect your children if, they, if you want to see them go to college. So to stop that burden we need to keep up the fight. Uh, I'll work with Cal, I'll work with any other sabbatical that is they're willing to take it on and will fight to make sure loan schemes are not introduced in this country. Um, as well as that, I'm going to work on the existing services. The Vice President of Education Placement was fantastic for it. People keep asking me what will I do differently. I have to say the work has been done has been fantastic. But what needs to happen here is we need to be realistic and say, look, there's five sabbaticals, there's more, there's more part-time offices, you need to base yourselves on all three campuses. So I will absolutely push, and I've talked to the other candidates as well about this, that there is more presence down on this campus. It's, it's said every single year, but it's continuously the same, same, same position that's continuously on the campus. We need to change that. There's been great improvement done this year. That needs, to, that needs to be built on. If you guys have the Students' Union, you need to know who they are, you need to know that they're accessible. My name's Craig McHugh, I'd love if you voted for me tomorrow, uh, Thursday and Friday, for Vice President for Education and Placement. Thank you. Well, uh, Cal, yeah, it's clear that we've, uh, neither of us have been on placement, and, and that's been raised to me as a big issue uh, from people as to why people uh, that aren't, haven't been on placement or won't go on placement uh, are running for the uh, Office of uh, Education Placement. Uh, so basically, uh, one of the major uh, reasons why I'm running is to improve uh, the amount of students that go on placement uh, in DCU and to push for that to be 100%. I don't feel like it's going to be a disadvantage to me. I'm such a hard worker. I've worked on so many things, uh, whether it be in sport, whether it be in college, uh, and in my academic life. Uh, I am such a hard worker, and I will work for you uh, to make sure that your placement and you get the experience that you need from your placement. Uh, thanks for your question. Um, yeah, so actually, from my experience here on the SC for the last year, I've learned so much about students and so much about the issues that they face that although I haven't actually done placement, I feel like I actually, well, no, I'm not going to say the stress of placement is like working for the students' union because it's beyond that. But I've actually learned the issues something significantly, and that alone is an inspiration for me to run for this position. I think I'm well equipped skill wise, but I think I'm well equipped on the terms of being able to listen to people and listen to people's ideas and listen to what people think is the best way to go forward. 
So I'm not going to say I know best, because the reality is I haven't been on placement. I won't go on placement. But I do think I know the issues, and I do think I have the skill set to work just as hard as anyone that actually has. Thanks. I was on the same past campus, and I was a teaching college, um, to teaching practice and traversing it by the two most difficult placements. How would you engage with the students when they're not on campus? Because half the year is spent off campus on teaching placement. How would, you, how would you engage with the students when you're not on campus? Yeah, so I think uh, social media is very important, um, but that's been done. Um, you know, student engagement on social media is key. What we need to do is we need to keep in constant contact with those that are on placement. So I want to provide support, and I want to let them know before they go on placement that my office door will always be open. What I'm going to do first off, before people go on placement, I'm going to have placement, basic placement survival packs, okay? We want to introduce uh, basic uh, sustainable uh, SSD talks, um, student support and development talks, um, to the students that are going out on placement before they go. And at that, I want to address them individually, well, uh, as a collective, and, uh, and tell them that I am there for them to support them. Um, so I think that's very important. I think it's obviously impossible to go out and visit every student on placement, but I want them to know that they can come to me and they are a priority to me. So I think making the contact first with them before they go out making sure they know that I'm their port of call or the other sabbaticals are too. Um, so that's how, that's how I hope to, uh, to, to be able to Yeah, so basically, uh, Paj, thanks for your question. Um, just to go back to my manifesto then and my idea for a placement week as an extension of careers week. So that would hopefully encompass students uh, who are out on, out on uh, placement and um, basically keeping engaged with the campus. Um, because I feel like it's crucial to have the DCU experience all your time that you're in DCU. Uh, whether it be on the same past campus, on class, Devon campus, and all hollows. Um, so basically, while you're on placement, um, what we can do for you is basically, is we're always here for you. So if you have any issues while you're on placement, of course, um, the door is always open. I think, that, I think that should be a given, to be honest. Um, when you have an issue and you come to your student union, that door should be open. I will put a door stop on the door if I have to, to keep it open. Uh, it's, just, it's just a thing that has to be done. You know, the, the student union has to be there for students, whether they're on campus or off campus. So basically, my idea for placement week as an extension of uh, maths work um, with the nursing students in Glass and Evan campus would encompass all students, and specifically on St. Pat's, where we can run social events for students who are on placement uh, and allow them to keep engaged with the DC experience. Students, okay, and um, 
some work is being done. Okay, for example, the Gale Talk fees, okay, there's a massive campaign being run with the Union of Students in Ireland, which DCU is the leading voice in, okay? And what we're doing is we're making serious progress in that campaign and um, lobbying the government continuously to allow for subsidies for, for students going out on Gale Talk. That's just one example. The things are actually getting done. It just it doesn't it, I think it's it's so important to realise as well. I mightn't get everything done. You know, 12 months isn't a load of time, but I think it's so important that you set the agenda, you set the priorities, so the next person can keep your work up and keep going. I think it's all about progress, and I think it's about thinking in the long term. It might not eventually help you, and I mean, some of you guys are probably final year students, but some of this probably doesn't even affect. Think about the students who come after you, that's so important. You want, if you had a bad student experience, you don't want to pass that on to them, unless you're a total narcissist. But like, I really, really do think it's all about you know, thinking long term and, uh, and, and pushing away. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and wrap up here, but I think what I can do, and as Adam has said, our work ethic is persistent. And I think that's so key, especially on some of these issues, which is persistency. And persistency and you know, strong representation will eventually break down that wall or some of the bricks. So uh, the last two years after the Pats you it's obviously merged. Uh, the education placement role has mostly been the unofficial Tipatsky rep. Um, what's going to happen next year? You're not from this campus. Are you going to forget about it, or what's going to happen? Right. Um, I love Pats. Um, <laughs> is, is that the go-to answer to that? No. I'm, I'm the faculty director for humanities and social sciences. Okay. Um, a good cohort of the students I represent are based down here for joint honors programs and music programs. Um, I've learned from them the issues that they face, and I've learned from um, you know, working with Matt Davey, who is the current VP for Education and Placement, uh, how great of a place this is. But I have to say, I think you know, there needs to be serious cooperation. There shouldn't be a main sabbatical for one campus. You have five sabbatical officers in your students' union. You have five faculty conveners. The faculty conveners take care of their faculties, your sabbaticals and your part-time officers are meant to take care of all your campuses. Let's prioritise that. I will prioritise this campus, but I need to make sure as well that the other sabbatical officers do the exact same, okay? Because my role includes teaching placement, but it also includes interest students on the Glass Devon campus, nurses, science students, plenty of other students, okay? We need to prioritise students on placement 100%. We also need to see more as well from the sabbaticals. If I'm elected, I will make sure that actually happens. I will keep the pressure up. So it's not just one sabbatical officer, Pats. There's two officers down here. Let's use them, okay? Thanks. Yeah, well, I put it this way. I wouldn't be running for this position if I was just going to be that guy and that sabbatical officer who just sat in his office in the Glasgow campus and never actually stepped out uh, onto the other campuses. Listen, I'll be here. Um, I'll be, uh, my face will be seen around campus if I'm elected, especially on Pats. But teacher placement is so important to this college. Um, and it's something I will push and will fight for. You will see me if I'm elected. I'll be here every day. I'll play pool with you and jab if you want. We'll get a coffee. Um, I'm, <laughs> you know, I will be here. Like you know, it's, it, again, I have to stress that you know, and Craig said the same thing. And it's the same points that are being raised, and the issues that are being raised by past students is that they don't feel always that they get more, you know, as much engagement as they'd like um, from student unions. You know, and we really need to push that. You know, because it is, it's, it's we're all one, like, you know, we are all part of the one university. Um, so to work on that, and I will work on that, I'll be here, and I'll be here if you do have any problems. So what is the understanding of your constitutional definition of your role? Well, again, I'll start with the placement um, half of the role, you know, and my job there essentially is to be the man who 
if you have a problem uh, with your placement, um, that you can come to. It also uh, constitutes then working on problems um, that might not necessarily be coming into play at the moment, but may be coming into uh, play in the future. So I'm, re I'm a really big advocate for you know, um, preemptive and proactive problem solving. We need to be working on those problems from the very start, especially for placement students, um, so that we can alleviate the damage and the potential damage that those problems might have down the line. Um, and then the other half of my role then in terms of education, I believe then uh, that that kind of constitutes your whole education experience in DCU. So basically what I can do there is I really want to work, as I said there in my speech we, uh, just there, um, to work with societies that run those events and that they really are such a major part of your education experience in DCU. Um, so I know from my time uh, working with the Law Society, I'm the Move Forward Convener for Law Society. Uh, nobody here will know what that means. Um, basically it means that I get up there and I talk to Supreme Court judges from the Irish courts um, and basically, you know, it's, they're essentially competitions. Um, but that's been such a major part of my education experience in DCU. And if it wasn't for societies, I wouldn't be standing here now running for this position because I wouldn't be able to speak to you guys. And I feel like to have that and to have that education experience is absolutely crucial to every student in DCU. Alright, so define education and placement in the Constitution. Okay, I don't have a Constitution, I'm going to be cheeky if I look it up on my phone, okay? But realistically, I do, I have read it a bit too many times, and one of the second last, or the last line, specifically outlines it's meant to be the main liaison for people on the St. Patrick's campus, okay? And that's so important, because um, this role, alongside engagement and development, was introduced to replace education officer and whatnot um, in the original DC Students Union and, D and St. Patrick's campus, okay, when they, when they came together. So my understanding of the role, okay, education, everyone gets an education when they come out of college, okay? We need to make sure that the education standard that they get is of a decent quality, and that when they graduate, they've got the chance to get a job, okay? But a placement, that's really the core piece. I, I think someone said it already, and I think if you ask other sabbaticals too, there's a major emphasis on placement in this role. Because placement is so intense and so important to people's actual education, okay? So what we need to do is we need to, um, continue the services, whatever. Your sabbatical officers and your student union representatives aren't experts, we are signposts essentially. Signposts are the services that you avail of and we will guide you in the right direction. We are not experts, I will never, um, I will give you the factual advice, but it won't be from my own head, it will be from backed up sources. And I think that's so important that we act as a signpost for students as to where to go and as to what to do and how to advise them and how to support them in, in their practice. I think it's the basic ideology of the student union is to help, support, and represent their students. And in terms of education and placement, I think they couldn't be any more important. So the current VP for Education and Placement, Matt Davey, has developed great links with class reps of education degrees. How do you plan to further this and engage with the faculty rep? There's two great candidates running for Education Faculty Rep, uh, Gavin and Kiva. Um, hope to see one of them in the role, and I would love to work with them out outstandingly. Myself and Olivia Ford, the previous education faculty rep, have become fantastic friends over the last year. So I, that's one of the core ways to understand a lot of the issues that they have uh, that they've faced. Okay, and um, so I think it's so it's so important that we develop those those uh, links and those friendships, and, and that we become a familiar face. So I I, I don't know ex explicitly how to answer that, but I have worked with class reps within the education faculty, and I do look forward to working with the future faculty convener understand the issues directly on the ground. And do you know what, as you said, Adam, as well, do you know what, if a student just wants to come and have a chat in Java, uh, or even if you want to take a week trek up to Newbar or whatever and have a pint, or just a soft drink, 
and a soft drink. Oh my god. Let's just say it's not right. Um, no, but seriously, casual chats are very important and the office is always open to I think this whole open door policy to students union is a given. It's not radical, it should be basic, it should always be there and it is there. Let's let's keep that going. What are you soft drink crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, uh, yeah, it's crucial, and the answer to that question is, is to keep such a close link between the officers and the sabbatical officers. So it's that work on the ground and that connection to that work on the ground that's really crucial there. It, it is that simple, you know, it's just having that really, really close link so that link doesn't break. So that all year round, and all, you know, first semester and all through second semester, there is constant work being done uh, to improve uh, the experience of placement specifically on that. My name is Vito Maloneyberg and this year I'm running the position of your Students' Union President. When I came to DCU just two and a half years ago, it literally changed my life. The kind of people I met and the experience I had are the kind I never thought I would. But I did. Through working with clubs and societies and being a class rep, I learned not only how to be a part of a team, but how to lead that team. I discovered I had a passion for people. I had a passion for working with people all day, every day. From working with the likes of RAG and Actis, Head Starts, I learned about the bread and butter DCU students. I learned how the university works at a grassroots level. What makes a student stick in Glasnevin, here in Pats, and further afield? Then as a class rep and chairperson of the Society Life Committee, I've gotten to grips with the more technical aspects of DCU, the Students' Union, and I've built key relationships with key senior staff members. Because of all of this, and it's everyone's favourite cliche, I do really just want to give back. Nothing would make me happier than having the opportunity to see DCU students develop further next year and grow further, uh, and see them having a fantastic time all the while. I'd like to believe my manifesto and what I plan to do as president touches on many important issues for students. The welfare and equality section is one I'm particularly proud of. For example, the pregnancy tests, the free pregnancy tests, are basic healthcare and are sorely needed. We don't expect students to take on the cost of contraception. Why should we expect them to take on the cost of seeing whether or not they're pregnant? Crisis pregnancy information packs and increased drug information work points I was acutely aware would be perceived with kind of speculative glances by certain cohorts. But I believe the majority of DCU students are really quite aware how important it is to educate our students on these crucial topics. This is welfare in its truest sense. The diversity and leadership series idea is a particularly poignant one during this election, given the lack of a female representation amongst the candidates for full-time positions. In fact, there's only one. It would certainly be a goal of mine to see three, four, five times as many female candidates on this stage during postings next year. The divide between international students and Irish students in DCU is noticeable, and it's painful to hear campus chaplain Philip McKinley use the words international isolation, but that's what it is. Any day of the week, step foot in the Interfaith Centre, and it may well be my favourite place in the whole university, but you will meet little to no Irish people in there. The place is hopping. It's a vibrant spot, bursting with culture and many, many lovely individuals. But a lot of these individuals do not feel as if they can mix with Irish students, and indeed, they don't know how to. I have been told this firsthand, and that's why I aim to hold more events for international students to engage and integrate and include from day one so that those barriers are never there in the first place. The final point from the welfare and equality section of my manifesto that I will touch on here is that of introducing a formalised structure for trans students to update their student cards and match their gender identity, an issue that was brought to my attention by Dean O'Reilly 
the chair of the DCU LGBTA Society. This is something that means so much, but is so easy to achieve, and it has already been implemented in other universities, so the precedent is there. Engagement is another vital element for student life, and it's something that has changed my life. So it's another thing I will really focus on. With the development of the new student centre, it has the potential to be the best year for student engagement in memory. And as president, I will do my utmost to utilise that potential. Not forgetting, of course, this beautiful campus and all hallows across the road where I plan on holding a carnival. As well as that, what I've also angled towards is those students who spend long hours in classrooms like education, science and health students, and engineering and computing students. Because I realise engagement is about the big events, but it's about so much more, and I've seen that so much more. Sticking particularly true to my roots as well, I will put a big push on volunteering. That element of the college is huge and it's wonderful and it's full of life, but there's so much more potential for it to grow. The plastic-free DCU board on my manifesto is certainly not one I'm doing off my own bat. A lot of you have probably seen the tremendous work the Sustainable Living Society has been doing over the last few weeks with the upcoming referendum, uh, referendum to rid the campus of all single-use plastics. I have met up with the chairperson of the society and should I be elected, it's something we will very much work on together and push with with all our might. Finally, 30 seconds. as the figurehead of the union, I will represent the student body and voice their views and core beliefs on issues such as repealing the Eighth Amendment, legislation regarding drug use and opposing the local use. I will fight tooth and nail for that. I have never wanted anything more in my entire life. I can guarantee you that. And that's why I'm running for this position. And that's why I will not let you down. So please, please, please vote for me tomorrow. My name is Vito Maloney Burke, and I am running for the position of your next student union president. So last year I had five people running my race, uh, and I won. He's got the feature for Yeah. How can we believe you're the best candidate for the job when you're just now sitting here beside you? Yeah. It's a fair question. Um, I think basically I put my life and soul into this campaign. I think everyone can see it from day one. For months and months and months and months, the prep I've done, the research I've done, I've been in your office, I've been talking to all the ex-presidents, Dylan Kelp, Chris Sweeney, Aaron Clark, many ex-debats, um, I have put everything into it, and that's transformed itself into the campaign that we're currently running, but my campaign team here, my campaign team on the ground in Glastonbury, online, I'm doing my utmost to prove that I am the right person for this job, and that's all I can do. What would you do differently than what the SU Prez this year at <laughs> So, as his hopeful successor, of course I'm going to say Niall Beam has done a fantastic job this year. Um, what he really has, he's really led that team well, um, and he's really put the union, given it a direction, and um, built great relationships with senior staff members, um, and set a precedent across the board, but I feel, especially given my background uh, in societies, uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, for me really to get to grips with what the students are doing, uh, I would need to be on the ground at more students events. I appreciate he sits on a million and one boards and he's stressed in as it is, um, but I would just work that extra bit harder, mainly because it's all I know and it's, how, it's why I'm standing on this stage because it's how I've gotten to know the DCU I know, um, so that would be it, Pudge. I'd really just try and involve myself a little bit more on the ground at grassroots level. Why do you believe that such an important role such as president is on the test of this year? I, I think there's a multitude of reasons really. Um, the bills for the student centre has been a bit of a flame. Uh, student engagement across the board has dropped, which is why it's not just me standing alone on the stage, there are several candidates standing alone on this stage. Uh, society events have been pulled left, right and centre. To get up to the student union, you have to go round the new bar, up a little steps, 
through that weird little emergency door that it doesn't even look that much like a door. Um, it's just not that easy. Uh, and students don't know. So engagement has dropped off something rapid. Um, it's why should I be elected next year and whoever the other candidates that will be elected next year, it, it's a blessing for us because we have that opportunity to ramp up engagement tenfold. Um, I believe I'm running uncontested because it's just a matter of situation, a matter of circumstance. I don't think it's anything to do with the current SU not engaging. Um, I believe it's just the unfortunate way things have fallen. Uh, without mentioning the Yeah, I, I think it's really about identifying potential candidates early doors and it directly by, if I see someone next year who I think has the potential to run, save from early doors, sow that seed and get them thinking about it. Because a lot of people, they have all the criteria to do, do the role to perfection, but they just don't know it. Um, and it's giving people that extra confidence boost. And I said to a few people over the coming week, last week, last few weeks, keep an eye on elections just in case you want to do it next year. And they're kind of taking a bath. They're kind of like, wow, I could do it next year. That's directly. Indirectly, it's about breeding an ideology of leadership throughout the university that we can all become leaders. Um, for example, in Manifesto with, with the Diversity and Leadership Series, uh, once again, we've got a whole host of male candidates standing for all of these positions. Uh, it's about breeding the, the way of thinking that Jesus, just because I'm a woman, just because I'm a member of the LGBT community, just because I'm working class, ethnic minority, why can't I run? Um, because all of these different ones I'm listing, time and time again, they don't have people running. So it's it's breeding that way of thinking that absolutely anyone can do it and not just a selected few. What would you do specifically for the St. Patrick's campus? Yeah, specifically for the St. Patrick's campus, um, I, I think it's really about knuckling down and putting in a structured placement uh, of communication and representation here on the campus. I know, as Craig touched on, we have those two lovely offices over there, um, and with, without naming names, time and time again, certain people just aren't filling those offices. Um, they're, not, they're not here, so it's fine. Um, anyway. I think as president, I would have a duty to ensure that that role that is there for representation, that friendly face in the office, that friendly face on the ground, constantly aids between the PATS community and the students' union. Uh, as was brought up uh, in the last uh, postings uh, for education and placements, next year it's looking like for the full-timers there won't be a PATS student, uh, which makes it all the more difficult but all the more important for us to ensure that we put those placements there. Um, and it's just about engaging with the wider community and I can give you my word that we will absolutely do that and I will ensure that our team, all five of us, and the wider executive will be here on the grounds um, and it, it won't be accepted to have it any other way.
stop myself saying something. Uh, but if you're the figurehead of 17,000 students, you're not going to agree with everyone. And sometimes the views that they want you to represent, you won't be able to, because or you will be able to, but it won't fall in line with your opinions. Um, so a big challenge for me was certainly one I'm already working on overcoming and will indeed overcome over the 12 months if I am indeed elected, is just that. Um, not being less opinionated, I can still have opinions, but it's remembering that everyone else can have an opinion too, and I absolutely will work for it that way. Um, just as you said, the, the new student centre is a huge part of next year, and as they engage with member officers, like Clara said, I think it's important. Events are next year. The new student centre is going to be the hope for main events. Does that mean events won't be taking place at St. Pat's campus, or how would you engage St. Pat's students in going up to the hope or what they'll go? Yeah, thanks. Uh, it absolutely does not mean that nothing will be going on at Pat's. Uh, I plan on hosting as many events this year, if not more, in Pat's, uh, and that's included in my manifesto actually. Um, so I, I've got that here in Pat's, I've got the Carnival in the Hollows, and we're certainly not going to forget about these campuses, and indeed we're just going to encourage more engagement with them. Uh, and to answer your question about encouraging students to come down or from Pat's to Glasnevin to the Student Centre, absolutely. Um, again, I, I, th I think it's just such a wonderful opportunity, and we're going to have so many wonderful events there. That's, that's the easy part. It's giving you my word that we're still going to be engaged here is the hard part, and I completely acknowledge that, but I completely give you that word. What will those students who are pro-life in regards to what you said a few minutes ago? What do you pursue your pro-life? What do you mean in regards to what I said a few minutes ago? I believe you spoke about the Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, so th that is my view, and that is my view is to push for that. But my job would be to push for that on behalf of the students' union. Uh, but then harking back to another point I made a couple of seconds ago about being opinionated, uh, I appreciate other people having their opinions. And I had a conversation with a student who stopped me in the book the other day. He said he felt very alienated um, because he couldn't voice opinion in the university. And I think that's quite a common, quite a common emotion for people to have. There's a kind of a streamlined way of thinking, uh, and I suppose that'll be the way I think a lot of the time in university. And students on the periphery of that feel like they can't get a look at it. Um, what about them? I would absolutely encourage more and more engagement. And the Students' Union, I think it was last week or the week before, uh, had held that talk, um, that open floor talk, uh, about abortion and about repeal and about the referendum. And that was supposed to be completely neutral. And he said, I still felt a bit nervous going in there. It's just all we can do. And this, this is wider than this university. This is societal. This is national. This is global. Um, it's just about constant encouragement, constant encouragement that we can have this conversation. And it may not work for the next event that I try and push for, or the event after that, or the event after that. But if we keep up a culture of constant encouragement, that it is okay to speak, eventually we'll break down those borders. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, and it's going to be a long one. And it could be long past my presidency, but hopefully eventually we'll do it. And just as the president, you are the leader of the students' union. You're kind of bringing the whole thing together. And how do you feel if there might, there might be disconnect between the other spiders or the exec? Or if there's like people aren't getting on at the end of the day, who's the one who's to lead them all? How would you, um, yeah, how would you deal with that? Okay, so on my team, there is friction, probably you're saying. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, as the president, if there's an issue on your spotlight team, on the executive, it's your, it's you, it's, it's your problem. You're the person who has to face up to it and fix the situation. So I would stand up to it um, and just. I stand up to it and encourage everyone involved to just 
have an open conversation about it. And we've seen year on year that sometimes those open conversations cannot be remedied. Uh, it's about having a word with the rest of the team members as well and ensuring that operations on all sides go ahead regardless of the frictions. Look, there's frictions on, I've seen frictions on this team this year, I've seen frictions on the team the year before, I've seen frictions on the team the year before. People can have frictions, it's the workplace. As long as we keep striving towards the same goal and do everything for the benefit of the students, look, it's gonna happen. Um, that's the way to put push. Thank you. So do you feel that the, uh, the DCU Students Union has, has done a good representation of past students? Um, I think they have, but at the same time, like I do spend a lot of my own time in the SU offices, I like, do my own work and stuff, and basically there's only ever one Sabat here and that's Matt. So even if he's here, not here, if there's a day he's up in Glasnevin, there's nobody here for us to go to or anybody if we can't get up to Glasnevin. So I think in a way we're not represented as well as we could be and needs to be like a lot needs to be done to give us more. Has there been much uh, campaigning done by the ca uh, candidates on the same past campuses? So I'm running so I have done an awful lot of campaigning on paths. It's been my kind of primary location to kind of hit students because I am based on the past campus myself. Um, a couple of weeks ago I found myself in a crisis and I couldn't access um, SU facilities e as easily as I would have liked and that kind of spurred me to run. I'm running for Irish so I'm not running for a, a bad position but I'd like to have more SU presence here in Pants and in All Hallows. The students in All Hallows feel even less represented at the moment than students on campus do. Yeah, I agree with Sarah there. Like during the past week or so with campaigning, um, like you walk around Pats and all there is a few posters where you go up to Glass and Evan and you see Vito and Aaron and all them with their tables out in the street, music blaring, giving out free food and we get none of that down here. So like there has been campaigning done but not as much as there is like up to Glass and Evan and that makes us feel a little bit left yeah. out. <laughs> I suppose like I, I like that with Craig's run he's made a lot of good promises in his manifesto and knowing him as well he knows what he's on. Um, he's promised he won't erect another DCU sign on the Pats campus, which I'm quite happy that he has said that because it, it is causing a bit of friction for the third and fourth years on campus who are here. They came in on Pats and Manor Day and they're now being left with kind of the new amalgamation. I'm in first year, so I came in to DCU. I didn't come into Pats. So I have a very different perspective to them, but I can appreciate how bad it is for students who feel like they've had their identity stripped. Um, a couple of candidates have addressed that really well. I'm just disappointed to say there's no PATH student running for a SPAT position, unfortunately. How, uh, how do you think the SU can better represent the past students then in the incoming year? I suppose having presence on campus is so important. There should be an accountability there. Um, I believe that they should have to sign in when they get there so that we know what time they've been there. So if we come down to the office and we need help and we ask a question about where are they, we should know where they are. Yeah. Like they're paid to be there nine to four. And I'd want to know where that my representatives are when I want help. All the other unions in the country require a sign-in. That would be really essential to have this here because we'd know what's going on and we'd know where to find the help when we need it. I also think as well that like they need to like engage with students more whereas like you if the Sabats are in Pats or like even sometimes in Glass Nevin, like last year I used to see Dylan and whoever, they'd be even in Java, they'd have their lunch in the canteen, they'd like be seen and get involved with students, whereas now you never see any of the Sabats anywhere. And it's kind of hard to find them sometimes. So 
So I think like in that kind of perspective, like there needs to be a bit more engagement. So do you feel that the DCU Students Union has represented past students well in the past year? Uh, past year has been difficult mainly because there hasn't been a huge amount of representation that the offices are generally empty apart from Matt Davey and I think that's because he was a PATH student so he like grew up on this campus like he knows exactly what we're about and knows about most of the issues that we're going to be facing whereas one of the problems we've found with the hustings is there's no past representation going to be in this new SU which is obviously a slight concern for us considering they won't know what we're experiencing on the day-to-day -day basis. I just think that if there isn't a friendly face there, how are we meant to in any way feel connected to our SU at all? Because like for PATH students, the majority of us have no reason to go up to DCU other than for societal events. And like if there's no SU down here, we might as well just still be PATHs. Like there's no DCU in the college. Otherwise, that's how I feel. Has there been much campaigning then from the candidates then on PATHs? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I haven't seen a lot. There's posters up, but I haven't seen anyone going around being like, here's what I'm about, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm going to change. It's mainly just been, they've been putting up posters is pretty much all I've seen. And how do you feel that SU can better represent uh, past students then for the incoming year? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, I guess it would just be trying to get us as engaged as possible getting as many events down here and having their faces down here to get obviously it'd be brilliant if someone from Pats would run for SU next year then and I think that that should be one of the goals of the current SU is to have Pats nominees running next year that they do feel included in SU and want to be a part of making those changes. And what do you think of having the VP for Education and Placement who they're both Glass Nevin students, they're not necessarily yeah. teachers or students who have, will have been primarily on a placement. Yeah, that's obviously a big concern for us. We're all BN students. We spend pretty much half our degree on placement. So to have someone who's going to be in that position that hasn't experienced placement themselves is a big concern for us. Except on the plus side, I felt happy enough with both of, the, both of them speaking at the hustings today. I wasn't as anxious as I was when I came into this. But at the same time, I don't want my third year placement to be in jeopardy because I don't know what I'm doing and I can't turn to someone because they have no idea what it's like to go through the troubles of placement.